0: Hey, welcome everybody to the podcast of the Journal of Lifestyle Medicine. I am Sven Hosford, posing as the Dread Pirate Roberts, here with news and information about integrated medicine professionals and anyone interested in their own good health. Today is December 16th, 2014. Um, uh, The eye is doing much better for uh, those of you who have been sending all the cards and letters that Facebook posts. Okay. And, um, uh, I've been asked to identify who the Dread Pirate Roberts is because apparently some people weren't alive in 1987 when the movie The Princess Bride came out. Uh, great movie. One of my top five. If you have not seen it, you've got to go rent it right now. The Dread Pirate Roberts is uh, one of the main characters in The Princess Bride. So uh, that's um, <laughs> the news from that angle. Uh, an update on the winter issue. We're just about ready to come out with that. Uh, look for that in another couple of weeks. And uh, this month, uh, this week, I should say, and all of this month, we are taking a cue from the winter and my convalescence to focus on self-healing. I've had the very good fortune of having a caretaker of one, uh, Dr. Linda Means. She has a PhD and as a research scientist. Uh, She developed cancer herself and became then an expert on massage and all sorts of body work, cured herself of her own cancer. And really is an expert in self-healing. So this week we're up to the C's, uh, which is consistency and commitment. And a few other choice uh, C's that would be fun to talk about. And then uh, next week we'll be talking about the holidays and self-healing for the holidays. How to get through all the special stress that happens in that time of year. And then the last week of the month we'll be talking about uh, her uh, adventures with John of God the spiritual healer in Brazil, where she visits about uh, once or twice a year. A couple of events are coming up this week in the calendar I wanted to make sure we talk about. Uh, The first one is January 14th. Our friend uh, Patty Lemmer, uh, she wrote that book, Uh, Outsmarting Autism. We interviewed her this year. Uh, She's having another one of her conversations, ongoing conversations, about autism and uh, development. And uh, on the 14th, it'll be the role of chiropractic and other energy therapies on function and development. These are really, really interesting and really important topics. All the science is in now on this stuff. Uh, This particular episode, they're going to talk about uh, birth and head trauma, the role of bite, teeth, and mouth in development, eliminating impediments to development such as allergies, subluxations, toxins, and other stressors, prevention, and, of course, vaccines. Uh, This will be at the Unitarian Universalist Church of Pittsburgh on Moorwood Avenue, at the corner of Ellsworth in Shadyside. You can find out more about all of this at the Outsmarting Autism Facebook page. Uh, Just look up Patty Lemmer, L-E-M-E-R, or Outsmarting Autism on Facebook, and she has all the details up there. The other big thing that's going to be really fun here in January is going to be the Pittsburgh Yoga Expo. Uh, and this is a day to celebrate wellness and mindfulness uh, for the third year in a row. Uh, they're going to be hosting this. It'll be a day of inspiration, and rejuvenation. You can participate in yoga workshops, watch yoga demonstrations, learn more about the healing arts. And uh, this will be dedicated to local and healing arts communities sharing together in the Pittsburgh community. It's held at the Pittsburgh Opera, which is down in the Strip District, 2425 Liberty Avenue. And that's going to be on February 9th, Sunday, from 10.30 a.m. till 4 p.m. And, they, and this is the best part. admission's is $15. Uh, if you get your tickets now, $25 at the door. Go to the PittsburgYogaExpo.com for more details about that. So that's the calendar for this week. Next up, Linda Means and Self-Healing on the ABCs of Self-Healing. And we're, this week we're up to the Cs. Uh, now we're here with uh, Linda Means.
1: Welcome. Hi. Thank you, Sven, <laughs> for having me back.
0: This has really been a fun, fun adventure. Uh, not only do I get some great healing out of it, but I'm learning a whole lot, a whole bunch of things that are really, I feel, uh, almost uh, reversing <laughs> the aging process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really been fun. So this week we're up to the C's, uh, which we call continuity, consistency, or commitment. Now there, those are really three kind of different words with different connotations. We're going to get a, a lot more into that. Uh, And this is our our quest for wholeness and evolution. Another good C word is uh, curiosity. uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, That's about your inner life, I guess, as much Mm -hmm. as your outer life. Mm -hmm. And then uh, compassion is another good C word. Um, Especially for those times you may not be as Mm -hmm. consistent uh, as you want to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, these uh, continuity consistency, uh, this is really the core of self-healing, it's that coming back every moment to moment, not just daily, but moment to moment Mm -hmm. to moment to moment uh, to pay attention to what's going on inside this big antenna that we have, the the human body. And so we're we're, uh, giving priority every day to taking responsibility. And this whole uh, month, that's what this is all about, taking responsibility for making those positive conditions to your health and paying attention to what you really need and uh, becoming a conscious lifestyle, a conscious lifestyle person, uh, becoming conscious about your lifestyle and your and your medicine. So we're going to talk today about how, how to build that consistent self-healing practice and the practical tools that you can incorporate into the daily life uh, to help facilitate that deep transformational healing. So when you give priority to this every day, to taking responsibility for those positive connections in your health, that commitment to your medicine, and you're, that's a commitment to your medicine, and then your medicine becomes your lifestyle. Lifestyle becomes your medicine. Medicine becomes your lifestyle. Do I have that just about right?
1: <laughs> well, you're the you're the, the managing editor of the Journal of Lifestyle Medicine. I think you're on the right track the right here track. about lifestyle medicine, because you know you you figure that what what is your lifestyle? It's your collection of. Attitudes and beliefs and practices that govern the way that you navigate through your life every day. So a self-healing lifestyle would be an ongoing exploration, a sense of ongoing exploration, curiosity about um, what's really going on with me how can i how can I go deeper and and find the the deepest imprints that influence my 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 experience as a human being and how can I find ways to affect positive change and this this process can it is is gradual and it's ongoing, which is why it really is a lifestyle. This will continue for the rest of your life um sometimes. You make progress in leaps and bounds. Sometimes you feel stuck, maybe for long periods of time. But the commitment to the healing process, the lifestyle aspect of this, is that willingness and enthusiasm and desire to persist in this exploration, even through the stuckness, whether you feel stuck. Physically, with physical pain or disabilities or, or chronic disease, if you feel stuck, emotionally, if you feel unmotivated, Im- if you feel depressed, but when you when you really know that stuckness or even a little bit of backsliding can be a normal part of the process, then it's easier to accept that and use that as a tool consciously to work with that stuckness. And in fact, I would say that. Um, getting stuck at various times, feeling stuck, is an essential part of the process mm-hmm. because that's what spurs the process forward when we really feel what it feels like to be like that and we become determined to break
0: through. Yeah, yeah. We've been using this uh, metaphor that you like about the the lamp and the blade. Um, and people can go back and watch the other two episodes uh, to get that metaphor. But... Uh, uh, the, uh, the damsel in distress who had to make that choice. She had to make that choice once with the lamp and the blade. But this is really about making that choice over and over and over with every moment, every posture, every thought, every word that comes out. And uh, kind of coincidentally, uh, I think uh, this time of year, people are, think a lot about commitments. And uh, Lori Lankowitz is one of our authors. She's a wonderful uh, doctor of physical therapy up in the uh, Beaver area and uh, butler butler beaver butler i always get those two mixed up butler and uh, uh we'll be talking to her more in january but just as a little bit of a preview she talks about in her next uh, article uh some self-truths uh that support commitment uh and uh, these are some truths i think are really resonant and things that we're going to be talking about in, in this episode she says begin your commitment today with the following truths i am open to change i'm open to a change I realize that commitment means the long haul. I will be honest with myself. That's such a critical, critical step. And I will change my attitude to one of a healthy, positive demeanor. And that's just a few of the the truths that she has in her article. That's coming up in the winter issue of uh, the print edition of the uh, Lifestyle Medicine. I think those really resonate with everything we're going to be talking about today, don't you think?
1: Absolutely, Sven. (laughs) I think her her list is a... a very nice encapsulation of the attitude involved in an effective self-healing process because you know the the, this process in, in so many ways at so many times can involve a lot of uncertainty you don't you don't know where it is that you need to go what you need to find in yourself what you need to change how to take action so that commitment to uncertainty to just continuing to move th- forward through this uncertainty um, can be strengthened by having positive outcomes occasionally <laughs> when when you engage in 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 this exploration and in trying new things and in trying to Um, experience and have a new experience in your body and your energy body, your physically body, physical body and your mind. And when you have an experience of feeling better, then you know that improvement is possible. Mm -hmm. It's just not a matter of, of blind faith or belief. You know, you know what you experience. When you experience, when you experience something that helps you to feel better, either in, big ways or small ways, very obvious ways or subtle ways. Um, your commitment gains momentum with each of those positive shifts that, that you experience. And, and then on top of that, the, the other fuel for this process is your curiosity. It's another C, another C word. word. Yeah. you know, Because once you start to experience um, getting unstuck in whatever way, the pain disappears or you feel calmer or the anxiety's gone at least for the moment and you realize that oh it is possible for me to me to feel like this because I'm feeling like this right now mm-hmm. allow allow your curiosity to wonder how far could this take you how far can you go how how much can this become your your daily normality feeling feeling better feeling good yeah.
0: I know a lot of uh, traditions, uh, they really emphasize that you just want to focus on the baby steps, the little bit of steps each day. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, at times, just take a look back and you'll see some big progress. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, what we want to talk about today are three key approaches that uh, really can help those baby steps f- mm-hmm. seem a lot bigger, I think, and really help facilitate positive shifts, how to incorporate these practices, Easily, seamlessly, and fluidly into your life and uh, to grow that into a self-healing lifestyle. So the three different things we're going to talk about are energy, body, exercises. And we're going to talk about deepening the relationship, your relationship with your physical body. And the third thing we talk about is shifting into grace. So, these are all really fascinating subjects that we could give an hour to each one of these, but uh, let's first begin with the energy body exercise. Now, how is this different from physical exercise?
1: Stan something that that I've observed in looking at different cultures and their exercise practices. And their spiritual practices and their medical and healing practices is that the concept of exercise does seem to vary from culture to culture. Mm. And it depends on the um, dominant accepted cultural model of health and medicine. So, for example, in 21st century America... um, Modern day Western medicine regards exercise in terms of the physiological, physiological functions that right. can be measured by medical science. So these include things like um, cardiovascular, strength, flexibility, exercise. Stuff we can measure. Exactly, the yeah. stuff that we can measure and the stuff that we can correlate with our medical body of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at other cultures, you find that, for example, um, traditional Chinese medicine is based on energy flow through meridians because doctors in China have been studying and, and working with energy flow for who knows how many millennia, thousands, 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 thousands of years. And they've done a very, very thorough job... Um, of documenting how energy flows through meridians, through channels in the body, how it affects every aspect of our experience. It, is, it affects our physical health, um, our emotional function, our mental function. And um, energy blockages can arise in this flow. If you think of the, this, this, this energy flowing through your body, like water flowing through a river. And mm-hmm. sometimes beavers... Um, come along and start to dam up the river, and energy blockages, we'll talk about what those beavers might might consist of in our mm-hmm. bodies, um, so energy blockages can arise and they create chronic, chronic disturbances, and also these disturbances can be corrected by clearing the energy flow, either um, with the help from an energy healer or, or practitioner, or by doing self-energy body exercise. So the Chinese, for example, in accordance with their body of medical knowledge about energy flow, how it affects the body, and how to make corrections in energy flow, the Chinese have developed um, practices like Tai Chi Qigong, not to mention things like acupressure acupuncture, which are very commonly used modalities for um, working with energy flow and some of them are are energy body exercises they they're forms of exercise that are used very commonly in in China and now energy blockages how, how, how does the river get dammed by the beavers mm-hmm. well Energy blockages um, can arise in many ways. Sometimes they can be triggered by some sort of a singular event, some sort of a physical trauma, an emotional trauma, an accident, an injury, a surgery, something that creates a lot of disruption in a particular part of the body. Energy blockages can also arise gradually as a result of Chronical disturbances in the way that we use the physical body, such as habitual poor posture, um, staying hunched over the computer, sometimes I
0: want to hand. become a left hander just to switch uh-huh. my sand. You know, mm-hmm. the shoulders get so tight.
1: Yeah, and and uh, energy blockages can also arise from the habitual stress responses that occur and the way that they affect the, the central nervous system. And um, we find that energy flow is often blocked in the joints and in tight muscles. So blockages tend to clear more easily with movement. And for this reason, many forms of energy body exercise involve movement, like yoga, moving your body into into and out of different postures or through sequences of poses, tai chi, qigong, um, all of the martial arts and ecstatic dance and even self-massage or acupressure when they're applied to your body are creating movement in muscle Mm -hmm. and so that stimulates energy flow and and helps to eliminate energy blockages so we'll be talking a little bit about that later in the podcast of ways to work on your own body with Mm self-massage but in the meantime Speaking of energy body medicine, we have we have many forms of energy body medicine. I'm sorry, exercise mm-hmm. available to us in the U.S. in 21st century America. It is
0: amazing. It yeah. is all these ancient so, practices. Yes, so, yeah, are so really many out there of yes, yeah, so many
1: of them have been borrowed from other yeah. cultures and brought into our culture, and there are new ones being developed all the time too mm-hmm. by some very creative people.
0: Yeah, well, fortunately, we have uh, our good friend Elaine Alker. Uh, and she's got another uh, article coming up in the next mm. edition of the, the print issue. And it's a, just about this very topic, the your daily energy workout. And so she joined us a couple of days ago and uh, gave us a little run-through. Now, she's a, an expert in the Donna Eden system. Mm. Uh, Donna Eden uh, is a natural clairvoyant, could always see people's energy fields, always thought people could. Uh, Was sent home to die by her doctors because she had MS and diabetes when she was 27. She had two children. She said, no, I don't think I want to die now. So she just ran her Meridians. She just did what Mm -hmm. came naturally for a couple of years and uh, bounced out of bed and is now in her 60s, approaching 70, Mm -hmm. I guess, and still as vibrant as any 25-year-old. Wonderful, wonderful system, the Don Eaton system. And we're really blessed to have uh, Elaine Alker as one of the highest trained people in that system uh, in the world right here in Pittsburgh. So let's take a look at the, the video that we got with uh, Elaine on the, your daily energy workout. So we're here today with Elaine Alker. and She's gonna lead us through a daily energy workout. So what is this good for? What can this do for us?
2: Well, this is gonna help get us grounded. It's gonna get our energies moving forward. It's gonna get them crossing. It's gonna help us metabolize energies and emotions and food. And it's also going to protect us from other energies, other people's energies, other magnetic field energies. And it's gonna keep, did I say get our energies unscrambled?
0: Not yet, but that sounds okay. good. Okay, and then yeah.
2: also that.
0: that I don't like well. my energy to scrambled. I right. like my eggs scrambled, but Not scramble. And the
2: very last exercise, stay with us to the very last one because that's the biggest bang for your buck.
0: Okay. Okay. So, Linda and I are going to fill in here as your backup course. You want to go ahead and okay. step up and Okay, so I will step exercise. up and leave. All right. Yeah.
2: So, first we're going to start with the four thumbs and we're going to start tapping. Take two fingers and start tapping right on the apples of your cheeks. And this is going to be really good for helping to ground you because this is the second point on stomach meridian. All right. Now we're going to come down to the uh, hollow in in, in your throat right here. And these are the points of your clavicle. And you're going to put your hand there and you're going to come down until you go into a little dip into a soft spot and you're going to rub those deeply and for most people this is going to be tender and you'll see tiger woods on the back nine rubbing along here and and what this is doing is get his getting all of his meridians running forward this is the 27th point on the kidney meridian and it's very good all of the meridians run through here so you want to tap 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 And now we're going to come to the sternum. And we're, the thymus gland sits underneath this. And this is going to boost our immune system. So we're going to tap deeply. Humans are the only primates that don't beat their chest, right? So if you feel a cold coming on, this is the one that you want to do. My
0: sinus is opening up already.
2: Right. It shoots energies up into your eyes. It's really good that way. Yeah. All right, and the other and the fourth thump is actually two thumps. And this is for the spleen. Again, kind of looks like the primates, right? Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a tender spot that's along your, the side of you. Yeah. yeah, and you'll find that. And if it's not there, it might be right in the front, directly under your breast, about one rib down. And this helps you metabolize emotions. It helps you metabolize food. This is good too. All right, now we'll get our energies crossing.
1: Okay.
2: And you just take your hand and you do crossing over. You can see Sven and Linda doing it. I'll back up just a tad. Good. So you're tapping your knees. You're just tapping your knees with your hands. Do you other, your other knee. Exaggerated marching. And it gets your energies crossing because many, many people go into um, a conservation state of energy. And the, and when they do, their energies go around in, in circles instead of crossing. So it's very important to get our energies to cross. All right. And then we're going to do the Wayne Cook. And we're going to do a modified Wayne Cook because we're all standing. So take your hand and put it out in front of you with the, insi- with the top of your hand to the inside. Good. And now we're going to take the other hand, cross over, and roll it up. Cross your ankles, and nothing matters. It does not matter which way you start off doing this. And you're going to wait until you take a deep breath.
0: One just naturally comes up, too.
2: Yes, it does. And this gets your energies to be unscrambled, and they settle down, and your brain will settle down. And it's a really important thing for kids in school to do this so that they can learn better. And now, slowly unwind your hands. Don't let go, and do go the other way. Take your other ankle and put it, cross, you know, cross your ankles the other way. Whew, that was a good one. Yeah. This was originally discovered by Wayne Cook. And he discovered it for people who were stutterers and he got their left and right brains crossing to stop stuttering. Alright. And after you do that, then you're going to tense your hands together, make make a and put it right here between your eyes, eyebrows. Take a couple of breaths. And then when you're through, curl your fingers in and stretch them off. You know, stretch your forehead and shake them off. Mm. And It feels really good, and you can feel the energy in the room just kind of settle down. Mm-hmm. And the next one is to help your um, helps you feel connected to others, and it helps um, build a connection with your aura and make that spacesuit that's around your body... Um, really a lot more sturdy. So you take a middle finger, and you put it in your belly button, and you put your other finger, uh, middle finger on your third eye, and you lift up, push in and lift up on both. And you hold that until you take a deep breath. And this helps connect central and governing meridian, which are the most ancient energies on the planet. When an organism is only two cells, you've got central and governing meridian. That are already in place and in most people this becomes unhooked this will also stop a seizure
0: it's amazing how calming all these are
2: it's very calming to your nervous system and very centering and now the next one you're going to do is a zip up and this helps protect your energies from other people's energies and from um, all kinds of electromagnetic field energies, because all of those energies uh, kind of scramble our energies. They're very disorienting mm-hmm. to our natural mm-hmm. electromagnetic field. Mm-hmm. So we take our hands and we put them at our pubic bone, and we zip up like we're zipping a zipper. And I tell my clients, listen almost like you hear a zipper, and then lock it. And do th- the universe likes things in threes, so do that three times mm-hmm. as you breathe in, and lock it. Good. And now, who's got your back, right? You gotta, you gotta zip up your back. So start at your tailbone and pull it up over the top of your to your top lip. Wow. Yeah, doesn't mm-hmm. that feel good? Mm-hmm. It's wow. like mm-hmm. really nice, isn't mm-hmm. <laughs> it? And then I like to do a few little figure eights just to kind of lock it in. Yeah, that one gave me goosebumps yeah, down my legs. Really that was good. Now
0: Don Eden uses a lot of these figure eights. That's like right, a right because seal, the bodies.
2: Yes, the um, it's like the infinity symbol. You know, the figure eight on its side. Well, the body's energies naturally move, in a lot of figure eights, a lot of mm. the energies do. Okay, so now we have connecting heaven and earth, and uh, we're we're gonna just put our hands on our thighs. Yeah, and we can rub them together and put them on our thighs and try to ground our energies through our fingertips, down through our feet, our legs and feet. Like we have big roots, big tap roots coming out the bottoms of our feet, and imagine grounding. And now we're gonna take, on the in-breath, we're gonna bring our hands together in prayer position in the front. This is very good for expelling toxins from our joints. So anybody who has arthritis okay, or inflammation of any kind. All right, so take a breath in, and we're going to go push up <laughs> like that and straight down. So Sven, I need you to turn your hands over like we're doing an Egyptian. Okay. It's going to look okay. like this, all right? Walk look like an Egyptian. Straight up and straight down. So okay. in small version, it's going to look like, blah, okay. like that. There we go. All right, and then bring it back in. Let go of the breath and bring it back in, which most of you have probably passed out by now. All right, so the other one goes the other way. Do that, but you really want to stretch, so I'm going to do it right, and you really want to open up this side and crush this other side. Yeah, and then back, and do this all in your own time. And now you're really opening up this side and smushing these. This is very yoga-like. And after you do this about three or four times, you bend over forward, and so you two bend over forward, and then you take up two deep breaths. So I'm gonna come back here and really open up this low part of your back, yeah. Now you can start taking your arms like big elephant trunks and swinging them back and forth. Making figure eights all around you because our aura loves figure eights. And come up as you're doing it. Kitty. Kitty wants to do it too. Yeah, and so we're going to start coming up and you bring it the whole way up and then you can just bring that down. And the last one we're going to do today is called connecting heaven and earth, and this is the one that is the biggest bang for your buck because it gets into all of your energy systems and it touches all of the energy systems and and um, strengthens them. All right, so we're going to take our hands together, mumble them really, really hard, and you feel that energy between your hands like it's a little bunny. All right, and on the in breath, we're going to bring them up to our hands up to our ears. Exhale. On the in-breath, bring your elbows together. And on the out-breath, I want you to make your hands flat like this, fingers together. And I want you to act like you're swimming through the energy. All right, and I want to go this way to show you. I want your hands, when you get up to the top, I want them to be upside down. Then we're going to turn our hands over and we're going to, on the in-breath, we're going to scoop the energy up. Yeah, cross at the elbows. Now we're going to turn our hands out and push it out. Yeah, very good. In-breath, and now we're going to bend over an inch or two and scoop it up. See how we're weaving and push it out. And keep going down. And we keep doing this, we keep, we cross at the knees until we cross at the ankles, and you get down there, and you reach back, and you reach forward, and you scoop all of that energy up, bring it all up, yeah, very nice, and we'll let it rain down over your head. Isn't that nice? That's really, yeah, that's a good one. So now you can start off your day or end it with um, by going to bed with your energies Running forward, mm. unscrambled, crossing, and you have that protection of your aura kind of woven around you and, and mm. attached to you. Yeah.
0: That's wonderful. Mm, Thank you, Elaine. Thanks, Elaine.
2: You're so welcome.
0: So, as you can see, that was just a ton of fun. And uh, that is one system. Uh, of energy movement that you can use, it really is very effective. What are some of the other ways that we can get energy moving, structured and unstructured ways?
1: Well, there are many structured forms of energy body exercise that you can study with teachers or with videos, with books, including including many many forms of yoga. even your Jane Fonda uh, workout
0: aerobics uh, videos from the eighties, right? Yeah, sure. It's sort of it's the good energy. Stuff. Movement. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It
1: is really. Anything that that gets your body moving and that you engage in in a way where you're just bringing your attention into the body and feeling is energy body exercise. So you may find it useful to find some particular kind of routine that you like to work with. It could be Elaine's routine. There are many others. You could work with a Tai Chi video. Um, you can explore many possibilities I, and i 've spent decades doing all of these things. Um, <laughs> I started practicing yoga when I was a teenager, and that was a long time ago it 's been a lot of a lot of decades of yoga for me and And what I found um, in in the first few years uh, with uh, with yoga teachers and reading yoga books is that the conventional wisdom is that the way to do yoga effectively is to to do it for 30 minutes 60 minutes a day have a space in your home that's dedicated only for that that you don't use for anything else do it at the same time every day and do it in this very structured routine sort of way and I was a I was a mom with two kids I was working as a research scientist I was married I had a busy life and as much as I enjoyed going to yoga class once a week I couldn't I just couldn't see fitting yoga into my daily life in in such a highly structured consistent sort of way and and for a while that was a bit of a conundrum for me but finally it sank in that I can be doing yoga in little bits and pieces all day long, every day. Um, And I'm going to benefit from it. Who knows? Maybe maybe just as much. I don't know how much, but I'm going to benefit from it because I'm doing it. And so yoga just became integrated into my daily life. And so maybe sometimes I would just stop and, and feel like, Oh, I need a little break. I've been busy and I just need to chill and I'll get down on the floor and just start doing some yoga. And I may not know whether I'm going to do it for for five minutes or 20 minutes. I'm just going to start sinking into that experience, allow myself to experience that. Or maybe I only have 10 minutes, so I'm going to watch the clock, but I'm going to do it anyhow. Um, So my yoga became very integrated into the way that I move through my life every day. The other thing that happened is that I became an Esalen massage therapist. and. In my Esalen massage training, I I became exposed to ecstatic dance, uh, specifically in the form of Five Rhythms Dancing.
0: Five Rhythms Dancing. Five
1: Rhythms Dancing with Gabrielle Roth. Gabrielle Roth was uh, an Esalen massage therapist. She was in residence at the Esalen Institute in California for many years. And she was a dancer, and she was a movement therapist. And she put all of this together Mm. and developed... Uh, it's, it's kind of a structured, free-form method of dancing with your energy body, dancing your energy body that she calls Five Rhythms Dancing. And, and this, um, this actually became a big part of the Esalen Massage Training. Um, because Esalen Massage therapists, we like to in order to get ready to do a massage we like to spend a little time just getting the attention out of our head into our bodies getting our energy flowing in order to prepare to go to the massage table put our hands on and and connect with the energy flow of of the the client on the table and so, so you can and you can find information about five rhythms dancing online. Here's here's a, here's one of my favorite quotes from Gabrielle Roth that that tends to encapsulate the whole principle. She said, "Energy moves in waves. Waves move in patterns. Patterns move in rhythms. A human being is just that: energy, waves, patterns, rhythms. Nothing more, nothing less. A dance." So so her concept is that when you just get into your body and allow different kinds of rhythms to to mobilize your body to move through your body allow your body to feel how it wants to move right now with this particular kind of rhythm that you are just getting into the core of what you are, you're feeling the core of what you are. Mm-hmm. Energy waves, patterns, and rhythms—a mm-hmm. dance. And and so, um, five rhythm dan- dancing is—it's uh, uh, like I said, it's structured and it's free form in at the same time. The structured aspect is that um, you work sequentially with five different rhythms in the music and with the energy of those rhythms in your body. The first rhythm is flow, and so you just, you just listen to the music and start moving whatever part of your body wants to move. And you think about finding flow in that movement, in that part of the body, and, and you allow that to spread out through your body and see where your body wants to go in a flowing sort of way. And, and you can watch, for example, on, on the, any of the Five Rhythms videos, you'll see a whole classroom full of people doing the dance. Everybody's doing a completely different dance mm-hmm. because it's completely individual. You're not copying anyone. You're not trying to do any particular kind of dance step. You're just allowing that energy to move your body in whatever way it's, it, it feels right right now. And every time that you do this dance it's going to be completely different. So the first rhythm is flow, which is a very feminine yin sort of rhythm. Second rhythm is staccato, male. Yeah, masculine, masculine, um, very punctuated. So, so you want to feel what it feels like to move your body in very, very distinct sort of rhythm. Hmm. The third rhythm is, are you ready for this? <laughs> chaos, spin.
0: Oh well, yeah, that would be my rhythm. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. But you know, the 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 way that I uh, think about the chaos aspect of this, and oftentimes we think that. That chaos is a bad thing, and and chaos. If you feel if you if your energy feels chaotic, or if you're feeling chaotic, that's not a good thing.
2: Another but
0: you c can word. also write
1: yeah. another c word. But it could it could be a good c word, you know, because
0: creativity is all born from chaos. That's exactly. A, that's a very good. Creep. Exactly. Word
1: yeah. yeah. Thank you for bringing that c word yeah. in too, because the old needs to break down and dissolve right. in order for the new to 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 arise and and take form, and it's in that process of dissolution of the old and that transition between the old and the new that chaos occurs it's, it's an essential part of the process absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. the fourth rhythm is lyrical, lyricism mm. which is just the energy of lightness and being lifted up mm-hmm. and the fifth rhythm is stillness what does it feel like to move into stillness and be there so I, so I do I do this all day long, basically. Sometimes I like to work with one of the five rhythms uh, videos, and there are some mm-hmm. available online, um, and do maybe a, a thirty-minute um, dance workout that moves through all five of those, those rhythms with Gabrielle's beautiful coaching. But oftentimes I have music on and I just take a break from whatever I've been doing and thinking about and just bring my attention to the music and I start dancing and I'm not trying to dance in any particular way, I am just, my intention is to just get a break from whatever has been going on shift my energy, shift my attention and just get grounded and feel my body.
0: Going back in and reversing the resetting the nervous system basically.
1: Exactly. And inter- interrupting whatever kind of stress process might have been occurring.
0: Yeah. But, you know, that all of what you describe how you start with a very structured form and then you learn that form well enough that you can then mm-hmm. kind of improvise, you know, that's kind of the essence of jazz. So this is really, it seems like, about creating your own jazz, your own sound, you know, with the movement. And um, mm-hmm. there's, uh, as you say, there's so many different forms of things to try, and different things that you can get tapes and, and DVDs on. Mm-hmm. How how do we make sure that these are programs that are effective, and there's something that we know we can maintain that consistency? Mm-hmm. What what are some what are some tricks to to do in that?
1: Well. I have a few tips about that, Sven. First of all, there are so many different ways. I would say that self-healing in general, um, exercise, body energy, body exercise. There's no one size fits program that's going to be appropriate for everyone. And there are so many possibilities available. We've talked in one of the previous uh, podcasts about how there are many different practices that you can try that have the effect of quieting the mind, getting the attention out of the mind into the body, moving the body with with your attention, and taking using that to take a break from whatever kind of stress patterns that you were running. Mm-hmm. So, I would suggest um, just try and try in different things, you know. For some people, it it may be sitting meditation. Other people might be very attracted to yoga or a particular kind of yoga. Um, ecstatic dance, you know, dancing, singing, drumming. Do you really want to find the, something
0: that you can really feel in your body and that helps create that relationship with your body.
1: Yes, and something yeah. where when you try it the first time... Number one, you have a good experience, you feel good afterwards, and you felt good doing it, and you like doing it, and you felt like, oh, this is something that I can do, I can do this, it's not, the, the, um, maybe I can't do it perfectly, as perfectly as the teacher, but but I like this, I like doing it, I like trying it. Um, and and I feel better when I'm done. So start to explore everything that's out there, and there's so many resources available these days in in yoga studios and healing centers and martial arts uh, studios. Uh, just explore find find those practices or maybe you'll maybe you can even. Um, remember something long forgotten that works in that way Mm -hmm. for you. Maybe you used to play a musical instrument or maybe you used to sing or uh, play basketball, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. that really helped you um, just get your attention into your body and enjoy your body and take a break from from your mind. Take a vacation from your mind in your body. Mm-hmm. So find find the. Yeah, things where else that, can
0: your mind go? And the only place to go is in your body. You well,
1: know. it could go to the the past, the oh, future. Well, that's you true. know, <laughs> <The past laughs> a lot of to go. Yeah, But if you want yeah. to stay in
0: the now and take a vacation, the only place the mind can go is. Into the body. Exactly.
1: So I think I think the the first key to effectiveness is finding the practices that work well for you Mm -hmm. and that you're attracted to. And you don't have to force yourself to do it like oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Oh I need to do my drumming today, (laughs) I need to fit that in. It's like you see that drum another Another hour long tantric sex session. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the things that you really feel excited, enthusiastic about, you can't wait to free a little bit time to to do this those are the right practices for you and then the 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 second aspect of it is to start to reprogram your mind to want to turn your attention to the energy body and what's going on in your body energetically and physically um, at at crucial points when you're feeling pain in your body, when you're feeling any kind of stress or anxiety. So um, make that
0: the automatic habit.
1: Exactly. To
0: create a new habit. Exactly,
1: exactly. So instead of just allowing that process to continue, start to retrain yourself to stop and say, Oh, I need to take a minute to turn this around. This stress is turning into a runaway train, and I'm going to put on the brakes right now. And even if you only have a minute, you may have some some tricks you can pull out of your sleeve that you've that you've started working with that can help interrupt that that stress process. And and um, I someday I'm going to write a book called "Why Cats Don't Get Back." Do <laughs> we have Kitty Nono here in the studio with oh, us today? Aww, yeah. That's too bad. She'd be a great demo. She's the best. Model.
0: She does the best. Uh, what's the cat positions? The the cat, upper cat, downward cat. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, all those cats. Cat stretch, does, yeah. cat something. Yeah, she yeah. does the best. Yeah.
1: So I, I'm I'm always very impressed by cats because you'll notice if you've ever spent time around a cat that every time they've been in a curled up position for a while and they get up, what's the first thing they do?
0: They stretch.
1: They stretch. Big long stretch. Mm -hmm. And their attention is on just the feeling and the stretch in every centimeter of their spine their from tail. top to bottom yeah. and the tail. And there could be a mouse like five inches in front of their <laughs> face and they wouldn't even go after that mouse until they really completed that whole stretch because they instinctively have that feeling of after muscles have been contracted, they need to be stretched out. Yeah. And so this is, um, I try I try to remember to be like a cat. Yeah. So, for example, when I'm spending a lot of time, I'm working on something rather intensively, I'm very focused, my body ends up in this hunched over position, you know, with my texting on my phone or working on the computer or doing some kind of sewing or something like this, and I've been in that position for a while, I want to remember to stop, take a break from that position, get on my feet and stretch and move my body. Um because if I don't, I'm already just by sitting in a static position and in a an, uh, maybe an unnatural position with a bad posture for some length of time, uh, tension is already starting to build up on my muscles. Mm-hmm. I want to stop that process. It's yeah. like I think of I think of it like this. So you're hunched over the computer, and your neck and your shoulders yeah. are going like this, and they're going like this, and another hour goes by, and it's going like this, and it's going like yeah. this. Yeah, it's I'm like that a yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. So you want to take a break and just unwind it. You know, and, and you want to take that break and then wind it before it gets like this. So you want to pay attention to what you're doing with your body, holding your body mm-hmm. in a contracted static position for any length of time, and interrupt that process. Get it moving in the opposite direction as frequently as possible.
0: Yeah. So there is such a, a connection with uh, uh, energy and the physical body uh, massage is another good way to get energy moving, though. It's, even though it feels good, we know the, the muscles and, the, and all the endorphins that get released when we get the tight muscles and all that. But really, that's also an energy uh, unblockage when we have a massage.
1: I think so. Not everybody thinks of massage that way, but I'm I'm an Esalen massage therapist, oh, yeah. and that that's really the the basis for the work that I do. I see getting energy flowing as the primary objective of massage. And um, sure, massage helps to release tight muscles, but tight muscles are either the result of energy blockages Mm -hmm. or they're causing energy blockages. So tight muscles are associated with stuck energy. And when you release the knots from muscles, you're releasing stuck energy, excess energy that's stuck in a place where it doesn't need to be, hmm. and getting energy flowing again. So that, that really is my purpose in massage. Hmm.
0: So uh, our friend Elaine has also been uh, in your care as a, uh, a victim, I mean a patient, I mean a client, uh, what do they call him now? It's a, it's a client uh, in your Esalen Massage. And uh, she gave her testimony to uh, what it was like mm-hmm. to have you work on her. That's just really fun. So let's take a look at that. So we're talking today with Elaine Alker. Elaine, uh, why don't you tell us uh, what you do, basically?
2: Well, I'm an Eden Energy Medicine Practitioner. And... Is that from
0: the Garden of Eden? No, oh, no, Donna okay. Eden. Donna Eden, Don- okay. Donna. Okay. Donna. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, what kind of work do you do with that Eden Energy Medicine?
2: I work with people's energies to help balance the body so that it can become in a state of grace and then it can start to heal itself.
0: So you worked mostly with the energy body, but then you had your own physical ailment. Can you tell us what brought you to see Linda?
2: Right. Well, working um, as an energy practitioner, I'm very discerning about who I let into my energy field and who works on me. And not only am I... practitioner but I'm also a human being on planet earth Mm -hmm. so I am bombarded just like everybody else with the stress of everyday living and um, with the holidays and and everything that comes you know with uh, EMFs that come as the stress Mm -hmm. so what happens is I um, ended up with a frozen shoulder And it would only go to, let me see, good, I can do this. It would only go to about here. Okay. And I didn't know why this was happening. It just sort of of
0: accumulated over time? And
2: Mm -hmm. and the more I worked on people, the less movement I had. So I realized I was starting to take on things, energy from people. And Hmm. it seemed to be settling into my body. The other reason why I came is because um, I have... Had my own issues with anxiety and adrenal fatigue, and I was feeling like this—like mm. I was really having just hold myself together just to get through the day. And
0: you really didn't have uh, a lot of time to just sit and rest and relax no. on a daily basis. No, yeah. No.
2: I'm a single mom, and I work two uh, two jobs, and with my energy medicine practice, it it is. You know, it, it's stressful. Yeah, well, and it, it. I love my clients. They're wonderful. Sure. They're they're not stressful. Just to takes me a lot of time. It it's just time. it takes a lot of time. So therefore, my uh, exercise started to suffer, and um, you know, possibly even diet started to suffer. And so, um, there so, were some things that I you know that I was doing that yeah. led to my own downfall.
0: And then you came to see Linda Means. Mm-hmm. And can you tell us what it was like uh, having her work on you?
2: First of all, it was amazing. I I came in and she put me on the crystal bed and I had a session with that and a lot of people are going to say crystal bed did you lay on crystals and no it's not that the crystals are actually above you and um, there's lights that go into your chakras and it's it's a beautifully relaxing session there um, you have almost a sense that there are other healing beings that are around you that um, just surrounded me with comfort and relaxation and it was the perfect way to start off the session. Mm.
0: And then she did a session with uh, what she calls the Esalen Massage.
2: Right, and when she came in the room after my uh, healing bed session, uh, the crystal bed session, she said to me, um, what I do is not deep tissue, it is echelon which works on the flow. And I thought to myself, hmm, well I get energy, and but I wonder if this is going to be enough Mm -hmm. you know if if it's do I really need deep tissue to get in there and I will tell you it was enough and it was not only enough it was perfect because as she put her hands her magical magical hands on me (laughs) she touched into areas of you know that I was holding tension and pain that I wasn't even aware of, and it it began to unwind and release, and I could feel my all the energy around my spine and all of this starting to unwind and relax, and that flow that she told me was going to happen did happen, mm. and the next day, the very next day, I was able to raise my <laughs> arm the whole way.
0: Isn't that wonderful.
2: And let me tell you. T- so it was, a, it was a
0: process then that like the, this over the next 12 hours that Absolutely. it slowly unwound.
2: Yes, okay. it was really over the, even the next 48 hours. It Because I could do that, but it would hurt a little bit, you know. And so um, as I did the homework that she told me to do um, and really just, you know, <clears throat> and and what she said to me, she said, uh, "We're just going to give it a little love. We're just going to give it a little love." And it was, it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Wonderful. And it was, it was so healing and just so relaxing. So when I say about relaxing, I mean, I went from this mm. to flow that I can't even begin to explain. How it just washed over me and thing everything in my life became more manageable mm-hmm. I didn't I I no longer felt like it was going to be the next straw was going to break the camel's mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Everything has just been so much easier and I've actually been able to help calm other people down okay. who are up to the edge You know our bodies can only redline for so long You know mm-hmm. when we're just stepping on the gas and stepping on the gas and it's just you know wee, like that <laughs> And you, you've you got to back off. You've got to back off. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then, this allowed me to do that.
0: I think your one session to release a frozen shoulder, then how long had it been bothering you?
2: Um, I would say two months. Two months. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I think that really proves how important that rest and relaxing and letting go and just letting go of that tension is to the whole healing process.
2: I told every coworker, my family, every friend, every client, I have told them about how, what a miracle this session was and come see Linda because Mm -hmm. it, it is really, um, it was miraculous for me and I'm, I'm not over exaggerating. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm
2: really not. It was, it was that good.
0: Well, thanks for sharing that with us today.
2: Sure. Sure.
0: Well, that was really something. (laughs) What do you think of that?
1: oh that that was so much fun working with Elaine yeah. and the thing that I enjoyed the most about that session was with Elaine was that after the session ended, she walked out of the massage room and she said, "I feel human again <laughs> <laughs> and and for me that that tells me that i I did a good job, you know because this is more it's about more than just um, relieving physical pain, releasing tension from muscles, but a whole body massage treatment it jumpstarts the clearing and unwinding process in every aspect of your experience, and 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 that opens the door for you to then continue working effectively on your own. So uh, sometimes your massage treatment might you might have an immediate. Um, physical correction happen that's very noticeable um sometimes you may you may feel better physically but you may also notice that you feel a lot better emotion- emotionally mm-hmm. your energy is good you feel centered you feel grounded you feel happy you're giving thanks for your life and for and for your massage.
0: But now is that uh, is that normal that you would have that much of a physical release hours maybe even a day or two after your massage?
1: I, w- I would say that not only is it normal, but it is to be expected.
0: Uh, so that's more common than to get the immediate release then?
1: Definitely. Okay. Um, but, no, more common. I mean, it happens both ways. But what I find is whether or not there is an immediate release of, of, of muscle tension during the massage and, and pain during a massage Um if the massage effectively helps you get closer to a state of grace mm. where you just feel good mm. you feel more like your old self you feel more normal in every way then that that feeling of new normality everything feel Feeling better is going to then help the muscles continue that process of releasing because your physical body is going to catch up with your emotional body and your and, and your nervous system and your mental body. So I I think that in Lane's case, because she had such a, such a shift in her energy and and feeling human again, um, that. That helped her, her shoulder to then entirely release later on. Hmm. Hmm.
0: So do you need any special training or any sort of, uh, you know, how do, we, how do we start working with our own muscles with massage, uh, you know, in case we, we can't come to visit you right away mm-hmm. or, or you're out of town or something?
1: Well, I I think that um, everybody should be doing massage on their own body every day, whether you're receiving professional massage treatments or not. Because there's always
0: something that gets tight for everybody sometime during the day, right?
1: Exactly. And not only that... But even if if nothing feels particularly awful in your body at the moment, um, energy blockages are probably occurring, and you want to keep interrupting and clearing the energy flow in your body. And and massage does that. Every time you press into a muscle, you move a muscle, you are stimulating energy flow because movement stimulates energy flow. So I, I would say that in order to learn... How to use self massage effectively? There are just a few basic principles that can help get you started, okay. and and one is to even if you don't know what you're doing, you can feel you can feel in your body, and you can use that sense of curiosity and exploration to Let guide you. work. Curiosity. Exactly, curiosity. Yeah. yeah. Um, for example, <laughs> my neck. My neck feels good today. Feels good on most days. But it's it's been my my stress storage cabinet in my body. I think for, it is for a for lot, my lot of people. Whole life. Yeah, it is for a shoulders. lot of people. Yeah. And so my neck tends to get tight. In fact, my neck was extremely painful on a daily basis for ten or twelve years and then I became a massage therapist and not only that but I started really working a lot more with my energy body in every way and started um doing a lot of massage on on my neck and I learned a lot about necks working on myself and and so for example whether my neck is tight or not I know that it's a place where energy is likely to get stuck. So you just in go my back body. in there, sir. So, so I just I just exploring. go in there. Yeah, I just explore. I'll just press into my neck and just check in and say, "Well, how are we feeling right now?" And, "Oh, there's a spot that's a little bit tight." And so I'm going to go slowly and just press in there and just see how it's feeling. And the slower I go, the deeper I can go. The slower I go, go, the more subtle movement I can find, the more subtle sensation. And because I know that movement helps uh, release energy blockages, when I find something tight I'm going to press into it, and while I'm pressing into it I'm just going to move my head, move my shoulder, to focus the action of of different kinds of movements in that point right there that's been a little tight today because the more of my body that I engage in this movement, the more I'm helping my neck, to feel connected with the rest of the body, helping me to understand the connections between this neck and movement in my body, and also helping to clear energy flow through this whole area as opposed to just statically working on one point. So I'm going to find some place that, that really enjoys this attention right now. And then I'm just going to gradually explore that tight band of muscle because anytime that you have a knot in a muscle it's not just one knot it's and it's not, not it's not just one That's muscle sure. our muscles work in in very complex networks and they're pulling on each other and when you get one tight muscle it's pulling on the other muscles that it interacts with they tend to tighten up too right. so so think about working on Entire sections of the body that tend to work together. Right. For example, no, what, the neck and the shoulder.
0: Yeah, I, I think this is a really mm-hmm. important point too, because you know when we get these pains, we go, ah, you know, and we spend a minute, maybe two minutes, mm-hmm. but it's not done as consciously as you just described. It's just like, oh, that hurts. Mm-hmm. Oh, this makes it feel better, and mm-hmm. we only spend a minute, maybe two, like I said, and then, oh, this work, I got to get back to it. But what you're describing is shifting that. And real, and I've watched you do this, and I've watched and seen you, you know, injured and then healed in dramatically quick fashion because you do these wonderful little self-healing things. But you do them for an hour or for two hours, you know, or you'll lay on the floor to fix a shoulder or a neck for. A long period of time. You know, or, a lot of people don't, or, may not have that luxury, but really you need to spend time doing these. We do them instinctively, but we just don't mm-hmm. do them enough.
1: Yes, right? unconsciously. And the enough, I would say that it doesn't necessarily have to take up large parts of your day. You don't have to start canceling your appointments with people in order to to work out some of the stress in your body Um, particularly if you get in the habit of frequently for short intervals um, bringing your attention into the body. The areas that are tight or that tend to tighten up just to feel what's going on there today. The more frequently you intervene the the less um tension is going to be able to build yeah. so that's that's where it it becomes a lifestyle medicine practice it just becomes part of your lifestyle every day i i i do this at red lights in my car <laughs> i do this when i'm when i'm standing in the checkout line yeah. at giant eagle i'll do it sometimes when i'm sitting and hanging around with friends and someone might say Oh, you're rubbing your neck does your neck hurt and I'll say no I'm doing it so that my neck won't hurt. <laughs> it's my lifestyle. It is your lifestyle. It's my lifestyle. It really, it yeah. really
0: is. A, it's a yeah. very interesting and fun <laughs> and a very mindful lifestyle and uh, it's really been fun uh, talking about the, this. Now we talked about uh, some different energy body exercises and the workouts And we've talked about deepening that relationship with the physical body and really just having that practice of if the body needs attention, pay attention to it. And we didn't get as much into the aspect of grace, that state, you know, when we come out of a really good massage like Elaine was in, you know, after she could move her arm the whole way the next day. So grace really is one of those things that goes well with the holidays. And we're going to talk a lot more about that, I think, next week. And uh, we'll talk about... You know how to work with those different stress responses that come just at the holidays. Uh, the mm-hmm. the special uh, the gift of family that keeps on giving,
2: <laughs> and those are those are
0: actually habits too. We have those holiday habits, like, okay, it's Thanksgiving now. I'm going to eat until a stuffing comes out my ears. You know that's that can be a habit that we can change too. Um, so we'll talk a whole lot about that uh, next week, holiday week. Uh, Go along with Christmas and the solstice, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and then na- after that, the, the New Year's week, uh, we're going to talk about your experiences with John of God. So I'm really looking forward to that. It's been great having you here this this today.
1: Oh, thank you so much, yeah. Stan. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you can find out a whole lot more about Linda and her work with John of God at WelcomeMiracles.com, and you can find out about how to get a massage or any other of the uh, different treatments that she has here. Uh, at peacehope.com and you can get a massage right here in this very room on Mount Washington. So uh, that will do it for this week. I'm Sven Hosford and for Linda Means uh, I just want to tell you all that until next week yins be careful out there.